0: Are you ready for a little pep talk on your coffee break? Then here's your host, Grace. Today, I have been very lucky to grab half an hour or so to jump on the phone with Hannah, the founder and CEO of Real Rad Food. Hannah, who actually has a degree in geography and education, came into the business world somewhat by accident. Maybe the best of us do. While she was studying and working at a cafe, Hannah started sharing her adventures in raw food on Instagram and quickly built up a loyal tribe of fans around the world. Now, only three short years later, Hannah's business, Real Rad Food, supplies over 60 cafes around New Zealand and delivers direct to customers nationwide via their website. All of this from their base in Mount Maunganui. It's been so wonderful to hear how Hannah took her hobby and her passion for raw food and turned it into a thriving business, all with very little investment and a whole lot of determination along the way. Hannah's story really just is the perfect example of how you can start a side hustle as a really low risk way to test out your market before you leap into the business world full time. I know you will find this so inspiring just to show you what is possible. So let's get ready to hear the whole story from Hannah right now. Hey Hannah welcome to the pep talk podcast thank you so much for joining us from your bubble which is up in the bay of plenty Uh, soon we're going to get stuck into hearing all about how you started Real Rad Food and also a bit about what's going on at the moment but first I thought it'd be fun if we quickly just warm up a little bit with some this or that questions are you ready to roll I sure am. Go ahead. <laughs> All right. Number one, we've got, are you a savory or a sweet person? S- savory. Oh, interesting. Considering interesting your business. <laughs> I yeah. so wasn't expecting that.
1: <laughs> well, honestly, like I was like just thinking it depends on day to day.
0: Like, yeah, I, to yeah. be honest, half and half. <laughs> you can totally be both i'm totally both okay one after the other (laughs) yeah all right next up we've got run or walk walk You're, you're quite into exercise aren't you I am
1: but um, I don't often run so I actually I probably go last year I did a half marathon after like no training and it was just because I wanted to go down for a girls trip with my friends in Queenstown and it actually went really well but um, I don't choose I would way prefer to walk than run but I go for like two runs a year and I'm always like oh my god that's so hard. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I'm impressed you ran a half marathon without any training. That's a lot. Well, yeah,
1: I guess because I do a lot of other things in the gym that's sort of like high intensity stuff, I'm like fit, but just not. I just don't enjoy to run. (laughs) But I can
0: do it, I guess. It's good. So, next up, would you rather watch TV or a movie? Mm, TV or a movie? Oh, it's flip flopped. (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah i don't know I, like i like a tv series but i guess that's sort of like a i don't, wouldn't really turn on one two or three much
0: <laughs> yeah we should probably say netflix or a yeah movie. or yeah. a netflix movie <laughs> yeah all right and are you a morning person or a night person morning yeah and would you rather text or talk
1: text I don't really like talking on the phone to be honest
0: (laughs) yeah I don't think many people do now it's kind of dying out a little bit yeah I get
1: like anxiety when random numbers call me and everything but I've like I guess because I own a business I'm like you actually have to answer the phone
0: yes it forces you to answer the phone yeah yeah I remember that
1: and you're always really nervous
0: (laughs) yes for sure and then last up we've got coffee or tea coffee
1: that's the easiest one of them
0: all <laughs> yeah I'm on board with that do you drink any tea or or just coffee
1: um sometimes I'll have a tea like at night time um but I'm more of a coffee girl but I in saying that I don't even have one a day because it really does I'm like someone who's affected by coffee so I, I love it but I can't have more than one a day
0: yeah you feel it I used to be one a day and then I had a kid and now I'm two a day yeah fair enough (laughs) but same like I can't do more than that or I get the shakes yeah yeah all right so now that we have heard a little bit about the real Hannah or maybe we (laughs) say the real rad Hannah yeah that was was really lame sorry um let's jump straight into hearing about real red food so for the beginning of this we're just going to pretend that we're not locked down at the moment and flash back a little bit to when you first started the business so can you fill us in a little bit on when and also i guess how you ended up starting real red food yeah,
1: so Real Red Food uh, was, I guess, launched and as a business in 2017, but I've had this, um, the Instagram handle and platform going for about three years prior to that. So I actually went to university in Auckland and studied a geography degree, very random. Um, But while I was at uni, I was working in a cafe that did a lot of plant-based food and really fell in love with Um, that sort of, I guess, way, that sort of lifestyle and that way of eating. And I really found a community of people online that were producing really beautiful looking um, desserts and also just food in general. Um, So it was a a bit of a creative outlet for me as I was at university um, to be sharing the plant-based creations that I was making online on this Instagram platform. And I found that the posts that were getting the most interaction and people were getting the most excited about uh, about these really beautiful and healthy looking celebration cakes and balls and slices and all these things that I would put up. So I really sort of leaned into that side of the platform um, and found so much support um, from people that were wanting that, those sorts of treats. And I finished my degree and I moved back home to the Bay. I was working in a cafe and I really wasn't sure what I wanted to do with my degree Um, and I guess I saw that there was a gap in the market for people that were already waiting to purchase these desserts on a more regular basis from me Um, and I was like why don't I just start going to markets, trying to wholesale this product into some cafes and go from there. So I remember sitting down with my parents and I was like okay guys I'm actually not going to use my degree at the moment. Um, I'm going to Start, I'm going to try to start a business. Um, I d- didn't really feel like I had much to lose at that point. I guess did, no kids, no mortgage. I was a pretty free agent um, in terms of the risk that was associated with starting a business. So I saved up some money. I put $5,000 of my own money into the business, um, found a commercial kitchen, signed up for all of the local markets. And within the first month, we had my, like five local cafe stockers on board. And I was sort of, from the get-go we were pretty busy and i feel like it hasn't really slowed down since um obviously things have like gone on from there in terms of our scale and what we do now but yeah it's been a crazy three years um and that was pretty much where it all began and hasn't yeah hasn't slowed down
0: since really that's so cool it sounds like it's been a bit of a whirlwind because that was only like three years ago less than three years ago that you started the actual business Yeah, yeah.
1: So we had our third birthday like two weeks ago at the start of lockdown.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And so before we kind of go too far along the road, do you want to quickly, for people out there who haven't actually tried your products, can you quickly tell us a bit about what's special and unique about them? Like why have they been so popular?
1: Yeah. So I guess as we've gotten older and diversified our product range, I like to think of Real Rad Food as a health focused brand that really has their community's um, wants and needs in mind. So we produce um, in-house, we have rad balls, uh, slices, and we do celebration cakes. So we have an online store that sends those products across the country. Um, and then we also provide a wholesale service to all of your favorite cafes um, and We service them on a weekly basis um, and you can go and buy Real Red Food in their cabinets. Um, Also, we have just launched a protein powder, which is uh, focused on women's hormonal balance. So we have some adaptogenic herbs in there that are there to support your cortisol levels and sort of bring you back down if you are someone who is always in that fight or flight, um, real hustle mode of being in work or school or sporting or any of those sorts of things um so we're excited to diversify into that market and also um a few more exciting products um in the works at the moment that i can't say too much about but yeah real rad food is just there to help support um mostly females in trying to live a happier and healthier
0: life it's i it kind of sounds like real red food sort of started by accident not like a happy accident just in that you weren't really deliberate you went like I want to start a business what am I going to sell this was born from your kind of natural interest um, do you want to tell us a bit about that jump that you made because I know that a lot of people listening out there might have you know a hobby of their own that they would love to turn into a business but it maybe seems a bit intimidating or scary tell us a bit about that jump from hobby to business was it hard move to make or did it come quite naturally
1: yeah so that's a really interesting question and something that I still think that I think about quite often so yeah it was totally sort of an accident sort of situation I guess in the way that I don't really I still don't really think of myself as this entrepreneur or someone who's out there trying to um be the CEO of a a company and lead a team and that sort of thing it's something that I've definitely grown into but Back, I guess, five years ago when the Instagram page first started, I sort of etched my way out into a community that really enjoyed my authentic self and through that I built a brand. So Real Rad Food has really grown through Instagram into something of its own. It was sort of for a very long time an extension of Hannah, but as we've grown, I've really needed to be like, Real Rad Food is... You know, it it was my baby for a while, but now it's out there walking around in school and it's its own thing. So I guess, yeah, I didn't think of myself really as much of an entrepreneur. um, When I first started it, I didn't go, when I first started Instagram thinking that like, oh, I'm gonna make this into a um, a business one day and try and m- make a living off of it. But what I did realize was that there was a gap in the market and my market had already been proven through people wanting to buy the product off me through Instagram. So I was able to test the market before I actually launched the business, which was a real blessing because it gave me some security around if we were gonna make money or not. Um, and I guess, It was essentially like a three year long side hustle before I turned it into an actual business. And then it's just been a whole lot of personal growth for me to then become the CEO of a company and learn all those skills because I didn't, I didn't do a business degree or an accounting degree, but all of a sudden I'm wearing all of these hats. So real rat food has grown, but also I've grown a lot, um, to be able to meet the needs of what Real Red food needs from a CEO or a leader of the team. Um, but yeah, most definitely, um, I never, and I still have some sort of imposter syndrome sometimes being like, gosh, like what gives me the right to be sitting at this table, you know? So it's a constant evolution of personal character as the company grows.
0: Yeah, I think that that imposter syndrome thing is is so true. And I think that, because I found that too when I was running Sweet Bakery in Wellington, like I wasn't formally trained either. And both in the food space and the business space, you kind of end up feeling like you you don't have the right to, to be operating there, like there's people more qualified than you. Do you have any tips, I guess, for how you overcome that kind of imposter syndrome problem?
1: Yeah, so I think at the start of this year, I was like when we went back into, um, so we, we had two weeks off over December slash side of January every year. And I remember going back to work being like sort of realizing what real Redford had become. So we had just moved into our own factory. We had invested a whole lot of money into the build of it. And I had a, a team of four people at that point, And I was like, like I was like, Oh my gosh, like, how do I like, get across these hurdles like i don't know anything about what i'm actually doing right now so it was i guess a big moment for me where i felt really out of my depth and i didn't feel like i belonged at the table and i had a lot of imposter syndrome and i had a lot of anxiety around what the next year was going to bring and how i was going to navigate my way through some of these tougher conversations and these bigger decisions um but i was lucky enough to actually find myself a mentor. And it has truly changed the way that I've thought and the way that I operate in in business. Um, It's allowed me to actually have confidence to step out of some of the day-to-day activities and delegate them through my team and also feel like I am still adding value to the business. I think that for a long time, I felt like, I needed to be constantly busy in the business to be a valuable member of the team. But for me, it's so important as we grow to step back and I guess be thinking about where the next steps forward are as opposed to just being present right then it's like as a founder and a ceo i need to be thinking a year in advance um and so having support around me from someone who's done it all before uh, was really beneficial um in terms of my anxiety around some of the tougher decisions and the conversations that i was going to have to have
0: this year that's so good that's such a good tip because i think having a mentor people often don't think about but it sounds like it was so valuable for you
1: yeah i just think get like I, I remember thinking like, I just like, I don't know if I'm the person, like I've gotten real rad food to this point, And I was like, am I going to be that person to take it to that next level? Because that next level is like, it's a big jump. I feel like often um, someone like me with no background can go from the one to three year mark and grow to a certain degree. But unless you get some external help and some actual external um, expertise uh, I think that it can be really difficult to navigate your way through some of those next steps because they are big steps that you do need actual experts for and for me I wanted to get there but I just didn't think I could do it by myself and I was like does this mean that I don't belong at this seat anymore or does this mean that I just need to like like you know pull the boots up and get some help but also continue doing it myself and I decided that that was what I was going to do and that's why I sought out the mentor who's just been a game changer.
0: That's fantastic where did you find your mentor?
1: Um, It was actually through I've gotten a lot of questions about this lately because I have talked about it on Real Red Food a little bit it was through a program from called lift by soda so s o d a in capital letters um they are a collagen innovation funded sort of company that supports um small business innovation in new zealand anyways i went and pitched real rad food to them and i was like look i need some support around how i'm going to get to the next level and um if they accept you into their program they help you sort out your mentor so i was lucky enough to be accepted into the program um i guess actually taking it back one step further i found this soda um, place while I was at the Deloitte Fast 50 Rising Star Awards which was a really cool moment for Real Rad, Real Rad Food last year anyway so I got linked up with them and then they asked me to come and pitch and so then I went and pitched and then I got accepted and then I was like who do I want to be my mentor I pretty much wrote a dream list of people and I had some Skype conversations with like five of the most inspiring people I've ever spoken to and then I got to pick one of them and it was crazy and so now my mentor and I have like a really close relationship and we will continue to work together after the program has ended Um, so yeah it's been a really awesome journey especially in the last like six months
0: and that just shows how you just have to put yourself out there and hundred percent. Yeah. Like if you hadn't if you hadn't entered the fast fifty, you wouldn't have gone to that event and then you wouldn't have met those people and then they wouldn't have asked you to pitch. And it just shows how you just have to kind of keep saying yes and just throwing yourself out there and things will happen. You don't necessarily know what, but you just need to roll with it and see Definitely. what comes out.
1: I remember getting the phone call, so I didn't even know what the Deloitte Fast 50 thing was. And I was driving along one day, Bluetooth phone call, um, got a phone call, and it was this lady being like, "Oh, like, have you ever thought about entering like the Deloitte Fast 50 thing?" And I was like, "Oh, like, no, I haven't," because I actually had no idea what it was. (laughs) And then, like, I remember like she sent me some information, I like looked on the link, and I was like, "This looks cool." Like, I was like, "Oh, I'll just do it." So, like. I did the application and you had to like submit all of your profit and loss for like the past two years or whatever. And then I went along to the awards ceremony and like I've had three, probably like three relationships come out of that that have been greatly beneficial for both my development and Real Red Foods development. So it's like, yeah, you've just got to sort of, I, I feel like I often get gut feelings around things and I knew that that conversation was an important one and I needed to follow up with that email because sometimes you can just like get a bit busy and be like, Oh, like next year I'll do that but that one I'm just so glad that I followed my gut and really went for that one because it was a really cool opportunity
0: yeah and now what it's led to is amazing for the whole business that's so cool and so I'd like to talk a little bit about Instagram because you've mentioned it a few times so far so as we've heard about the brand and the business kind of evolved from Instagram and I guess like it makes sense it's such a perfect match Instagram is a very visual platform it's all about photographs and your products are so kind of visually appealing and Aesthetic. I love how neat the cubes are and how colourful everything is. So I'm not surprised that it went well. But do you think that if Instagram wasn't a thing when you started out with this hobby, real rad food would still have happened one way or another now?
1: I really don't know if I would have found the passion that I did for the community if I didn't have Instagram. And the community is essentially the foundation of the brand because we. Um, we work to innovate for that community. Um, I'm un- like, I'm unsure if another sort of platform would have came come around that offered that same thing, but I think that the community aspect of Real Red Food is really why Instagram is such an integral part of not only our marketing strategy, but how the business operates on a day-to-day. Um, but I also believe that for, for myself, it's really important to be that like ambassador of the brand, um, because I think that people really are able to connect with me. So again, I feel like Instagram is so important for that because I can jump on stories every day and I can like walk the talk and breathe the brand, um, and inspire others to want to do the same. So yeah, I really do think that Instagram, I I'm unsure where real rad food would be without Instagram. Um, who knows what the next five to ten years will look like in terms of social media marketing. But I also believe that we will always be on the front foot of that sort of side of things. So like been doing my research on TikTok. (laughs) I'm like, oh my God, I feel too old for TikTok. But then I've kind of like been really watching all of TikTok videos and I was like, I could do this. Like
0: I don't really have much shame. Like I could do that. You should totally do it. I will be looking out for that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I think it's like Instagram especially, I think maybe some people who don't use the platform much might just kind of rubbish it is you know like something that young people are playing on or whatever but it's just it's just so valuable and like it really shows how for your business and that community aspect of it has been so important so it really needs to be kind of taken seriously I guess in that way.
1: A 100% and like as I said it was really a way for me to test the market for free before I launched and it also is a way like we have grown so much without doing or investing any money into real like print media or sales or any of that sort of thing. Like we we don't have a salesperson on the team because social media is our salesperson.
0: And that shows you kind of, you're not investing like f- physical money into the social platform unless you're doing ads on it, but you invest a lot of time and a lot of your creativity into it. So you kind of are investing, but in a different medium, I guess. Yeah that's really cool and I, so we've heard about uh, like real red food products are all raw vegan refined sugar-free gluten-free dairy-free that that's a lot of f- frees, and so I'd love to hear a bit about how you learned to make them like that's not the kind of baking that you've that you might have grown up with you're not learning that maybe from your grandma like that's quite hard to bake those free for products that still taste really great did you just do a lot of experimenting or did you do a course online or something like that?
1: Um, so yeah, I know, no courses or anything like that. Again, I'm I'm sort of an imposter in this sort of realm as well. I know that there's a few courses out there, but no, I have never done any sort of training or anything like that. But while I was at university, I was working in that plant-based cafe, um, And i continued to work in cafes throughout my three years of study um, and also right after before starting the business and in those cafes i was always the person that would make all of the raw sweets for the cabinet because every single cafe wanted to have that option in their cabinet which again was like so i knew that people were hiring me to purely provide that product and that service to go into their cabinet so i was like why don't I just take the labor component off their hands and also that like they're buying an in ingredients that I can buy in in like 25 kg bags at a quarter of the price and I can invest in this machinery that allows us to make really beautiful looking, consistent cakes all the time. Um, So why don't I just offer that service and save them the need to hire that labor that also, like I also know that I spent a lot of years um, playing around with ingredients and I wasted a lot of ingredients. Um, We still do have some sort of wastage in the kitchen when we do test kitchen products and that sort of thing. And it's a a big cost component to cafes to, and I'm sure, as you would know, like wastage is um, a massive part of your bottom line. And if you're putting that stuff into the bin or down the drain, um, it's not what you want to be doing. So I learned a lot through trial and error in cafes and then also just in my home kitchen. Um, I was making ca- cakes for people throughout my whole year, three years of study. And I was I just loved that creation side of the. Instagram realm that you could sort of see what other people were doing and then try and do your own thing and yeah so a lot of it was just trial and error and then the experiment experience that I had in cafes.
0: And learning on the job is so helpful like because you're you're getting paid which kind of eliminates the risk factor a little bit for you but you're also able to learn and learn from other people and you've got that space to grow and I, I think that's helpful in a lot of different industries that kind of working on the job kind of training and I, I don't think you can discredit it as not being training it's still very valuable
1: oh 100 and like you should be looking at um if you are wanting to do your own thing like i just think there's so much benefit in the side hustle and just trying to get as much experience as you can from other people um before going and doing your own thing um although i started real red food when i was like 21 i still definitely had a lot of experience in terms of the actual producing of the product um down my sleeve because I couldn't hire someone in the beginning. Like I was the, the, I was everything at the start of real red food.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I think that people will probably find it quite interesting to hear. Like you mentioned earlier that you haven't had any outside investment in the business. Like you put in about five grand yourself and I think people let, out there thinking about starting their own business sort of might assume that you need to have investors and lots of cash and angel investors and business plans and scary things like that and that that can put people off so could you it might be helpful if you could take us through how you've managed to grow the business to where it is now without having any major outside investment that'd be really helpful
1: yeah, so I definitely, I remember talking about Real Red Food with my family and my brother who's a banker was like, you need to have a business plan and a business model and you need to write that down and blah, blah, blah. And I was just like, oh my God, like I don't know how to do that. And it really made me feel like, oh, maybe I shouldn't be doing this because I don't know how to how to write a business plan. plan. Um, but I, it's only in literally since I've probably met my mentor that I'm like, I know exactly what Real Red Foods model is. And I could tell you that it's gonna be the same as that. And that like over the next at least two years. Um, So I would know how to write one now, but I definitely don't think that you need to have like a plan mapped out as soon as you go to start a business. Um, I believe everything starts with an idea and it grows from that. Um, You might, but in saying that you might also have your, like your model down pad and you might know exactly where you wanna go in the next five years, but not everyone does. And don't let that steer you off starting a business because I didn't have one. Um, but I knew that I had the determination, the passion to make a product work um, and I knew that the demand was there. So as long as the demand there, that's really the crux of any good business, right? You need to produce something that people want and need in their lives and they need to be willing to pay for it. I pretty much, yeah, started Real Red Food with five grand, um, was very frugal for at least two years in terms of what we spent money on. Um, didn't take any money out of the business for myself, really. I, I, like have just taken drawings um, for as long as I still just take drawings and I t- I pay myself less than I pay my staff. Um, so I, we have reinvested all profits that the business has made back into the company. Um, and through that, we've been able to, yeah, be investment and debt free, which has been like at a time like right now, a massive stress off my shoulders because I've been able to say, right, we're going to support the government right now and we're going to close down. Um, we'll talk, be talking about COVID in a little bit, I know, but um yeah, having that freedom of no debt or investment has been a real blessing. Um, and just, I guess, um, like being down in the trenches for a while is... I think, a really important part of starting a business. So I was in a kitchen that was not the best, um, and we had very minimal floor space and freezer space and all of that sort of stuff. Um, And we were in there for like two and a half years. And so I was in there with a few of my staff as well. They joined the team while we were still there. And I guess once we moved into the new factory, it was like, look, guys, like we have worked hard and we have like earned this space and now we don't take anything for granted as opposed to getting all of this capital invested into the company at the very beginning and going into this new space and being like, like, you know, we've sort of earned our keep in that new space and it makes us appreciate everything so much more. It also makes us really hard workers because we have worked in, um, I guess – environments that aren't ideal um so we can sort of problem solve and be innovative with our the way we do things a lot better than maybe some other people were who started from the top i just think that it's really important to um work your way up in terms of any, a career or even in business um so yeah
0: and I think that that will make you that will be making you a better leader and CEO now as well, because you understand and you have worked in and physically had your hands on every aspect of your business. So you understand it like there's no parts that you're like, I don't know what goes on there. You, yeah. And that'll be helping you streamline and grow. Yeah, for sure heaps of value in that so let's think about what's next for Real Rad Food because obviously you're going great guns now in New Zealand you're delivering nationwide which is amazing for a food product like yours that's chilled do you think that there's room to grow more in New Zealand or is it now that you look overseas?
1: Um, Yeah there's definitely room for us to grow more in New Zealand I think that there is a lot of space for Real Rad Food to diversify um, and to offer more products to our community um, that is going to help their lives. Um, I want Real Red Food to be a household household healthy food brand. Um, and that means that getting some products into supermarkets and scaling that way. Um, so it's really exciting to start thinking about those sorts of opportunities. Um, I think it was a real smack in the face for me once COVID happened for me to be like, we needed to have a product in the supermarkets to service our community's needs because supermarkets are never gonna close. Like they didn't close at level four and they won't close. Like, you know, it has to be bad for them to close and I don't think we'll ever see it in our lifetime. So it's been a huge wake up call for me to sort of, I always wanted to do it, but for me to get some legs on some projects that I've been wanting to launch for a very long time into that sector of the market. So, yeah, I think diversification is how we'll grow in New Zealand. And then from there, we will look to take those um, products overseas. But um, in terms of the cakes um, and the slices and those sorts of things, um, they'll always be a part of our, I guess, umbrella brand. Um, But I think that exporting those is not the highest priority right now just because of the logistical nightmare that it is. Oh, it would
0: be. I can imagine. (laughs) Yeah. So we heard a little bit before about your new protein mix products so for everyone out there hannah mentioned she just released right before lockdown i think it was uh, this protein powder for hormone support for women so there's and uh, um, that's amazing there's so much to hear about there i guess like what what made you decide to launch that hormone support product was that a personal need or did you see the gap in the market
1: yeah so i guess again it started as an extension of myself so i had. Had um some issues with cycle irregularity and hormonal imbalances over the past like five or so years um, and I just I had spoken about it a bit on real Rad food and sort of what I did to help balance out my hormones and get um my health back on track after a, a few years of struggle and I had just an overwhelming response of females who wanted to have the conversation around cycle regularity and hormonal imbalance and birth control and, all of that sort of stuff um, and so I really wanted to open that conversation out to people and I also wanted to offer a product that was something that you could implement into your life on a day-to-day basis that not only helped regulate some of those um, stress hormones but also just helped you help set you up for the day to be thinking about what you can to do to be looking after your health so for me having a smoothie in the morning really gets me in a mindset of wanting to look after my body for the rest of the day and that could look like reading a book as opposed to doing a high intensity workout if I'm not really feeling it but it could also look like having something that is really nutrient dense on my plate at the end of a long day as opposed to just a bowl of kumara so just making sure like it's just something that you can have in your day-to-day life that is making you think about your overall health. Um, And to me, that looked like a protein powder because it was versatile across um, multiple different, I guess, like, Food sources, So you can have it in smoothies, I have it in yogurt, you can put it into baking, um, there's just so much you can do with it, um, but then also making sure that we are putting some adaptogens in there that are helping to regulate some of those stress hormones in that fight or flight mode that I personally so often find myself in. Um, So yeah, it was really exciting to be able to bring a product like that out and feel really passionately about it. And although we launched like literally a day before lockdown went out, we probably sent out about 300 bags and we've just had some awesome feedback on it. So I'm just so excited to be able to get back into the kitchen after all of this and send out um, some more protein to people who are loving it and who are wanting to try it because yeah, the the feedback has been incredible.
0: That is such a fantastic start. And I guess, yeah, just, just shows there's so many areas of this that you can explore and take it in different directions so that kind of leads us on quite nicely to where we are right now um obviously in the real world we are in the thick of the COVID-19 lockdown and I'd love to hear about how kind of this has impacted on real red food and you too personally Hannah like business that supplies to cafes as well as yourself like this is a bit of a double one one-two hit for you both sides of your business are affected at the moment and you're not operating at all so was there was no way that you could be an essential service service as a food producer is that right
1: we could have but we've chosen not to yeah um was that so a hard
0: decision to make
1: no it wasn't to be honest um it's been hard seeing others sort of go through that don't want to call it loophole but at the end of the day it is um i sat down and asked myself the question is raw cake an essential food and i could not answer that yes without feeling some sort of like i was lying to myself in my community um so we made the decision to support the New Zealand government and um, the efforts to squash COVID-19. Um, and I am really proud of that decision as a leader, um, because it was a hard one to make and it was a hard one to maintain once others started to open back up again, but um, I also think that it was um, a testament to Real Radford's Foods brand and longevity in the marketplace. We will. I, we will bounce back from this um, and our community will support us when we do go back and um, we as I said we're lucky enough to have had some support from our landlord in terms of rent relief the government has supported us with wage subsidies so my staff are still being paid um, and we have grown in a way that we don't have debt to be paying off every week um, and we don't have investors to be answer, answering to so we've been able to um, maintain i guess well yeah everything's just stopped so we're not bringing in any money but i also don't feel like we're bleeding money right now sure like yeah we're on pause and sure there's money going out every week that isn't being replaced with profit but at the end of the day i just think that four to however long it may be i hope not much longer than four um four weeks of us to be able to support the government in this way is, is what real rad food wants to be representing as a brand um so, but yeah, as you said, so a few weeks before, even like a month or so before the actual level four lockdown got announced, we noticed a decline in our wholesale clients ordering, which was sort of worrying Um, and something in the back of my head and something that was causing anxiety, as I'm sure it was with all other business owners, especially in that sort of industry. Um online orders were okay there was a little bit of a dip, but i think once we sort of knew that level four lockdown was coming um we and we also launched the protein powder we had like a massive um spike in support so that was a great great um little buffer that we got right before we went into lockdown but um yeah it's going to be really interesting to see how the economy bounces back at the end of this and see how people's spending habits change see how the the flow-on effects into the hospitality sectors and how that affects what they order from us Um, but at the end of the day we as all businesses need to we need to pivot and we need to diversify and meet the needs of what the customers are wanting so for that for us that looks like getting something into the supermarkets at a lower price point it looks like um really trying to make our online service from direct to households um a lot more smoother with contactless deliveries and all of that sort of thing. Um, So those are the things we'll be working on and we'll be focusing on. But um, yes, in saying that, it's also been like a great opportunity for myself and also my staff who will have kids to just like slow down and just just be at peace with the fact that we know that at least four weeks we are not going back to work. I have personally been able to stay really busy and also really inspired by the online community and producing content for them that makes sure that they are feeling like they're supported by real rad food which will mean that hopefully when we go back into work mode again we aren't just that brand that they used to remember like we want to stay at the top of everyone's minds and to do that it means that we need to be producing content and aiding their lives at home Um, and so that's meant recipe demos and all of that sort of stuff. So it's been really cool to connect with them again because it has been, it is hard as you grow to sort of put a lot of time into that. Um, but yeah, it's been where most of my time has gone in this lockdown and I feel really rested. I feel really inspired and really excited to get back to it. I don't feel... Um, as nearly as much anxiety as i was feeling before the level 4 lockdown got announced i think there was a sort of a period in time where it was like we didn't really know what was happening and that was what what gave me huge anxiety i didn't know what to tell my staff i didn't know what we just didn't know. And then as soon as it was announced and we made the stance that we were going to fully shut down, um, it was like a weight got lifted off my shoulders. So that's pretty much how I feel. To be honest, I feel like I'm just so proud of the New Zealand government. I'm so proud of New Zealanders. And I just hope that we keep um, staying home and doing what we need to do over the next week or so to make sure that this curve does get just completely flattened and that businesses can go back to work as soon as we can so that we can, get this economy going again because it is scary times, but um, coming out of this thing on top is our top priority. Um, and I think that the ones that do come out on top will have a much stronger um, lead in the market.
0: Yeah, that's such a, I'm just blown away by how kind of mature and long-term thinking all of your approach to all of that is. Cause I think as a business, you're a business leader, your first instinct is like, how do I save my business. But I think you've you've done a, something really unique in that you've thought ahead and you thought, well, if we, if we kind of take this loophole and we keep operating and lots of other people do that, then this is just going to last longer. And so long term, that's actually going to hurt us more. And I think I wish that kind of more people were, were mature enough and for, forward thinking enough to be like you and that you're like, if we just shut now and we do it properly, we'll come out of this sooner. And that's just fantastic to hear about. And yeah, you must be so proud of of yourself and your team and and the approach to that. That's so cool. And have you seen your community really kind of rally around you, really positively? One hundred percent. Like I just, there's just so
1: much connection going on within the community and between myself and the community. Um, it's just yeah, it's been so amazing.
0: Yeah. And that's really cool as well, because that's how you started. Like you began this with that community. And then now it's kind of in a way forces you to come back to your roots and where you began, which was just on Instagram. You didn't have a product. It was just you and you at your home kitchen. And then now it's come full circle, which is really cool to see. And I've been enjoying your demos on Instagram too. So I'm sure everyone out there will jump in on those. And that kind of takes us to how can we best support real rad food at the moment is there anything we can do I'd love it if we could order a box of slices online but I totally understand we can't do that but is there anything else you'd like to kind of share how we can help
1: any support on social media even if that's a like of one of our IGTVs that we've done lately um have a go at playing around with some of our um recipes that we've put on social media at home and tag us in it but um just to be honest just like look after yourself I just want everyone to be being the best, I guess, um, ambassador for crushing this COVID-19 thing as as well as we can so that we can all go back to work sooner um, and be there to support us when we get a product into the supermarket or um, whatever. I just would love for you to tell your friends about Real Rad Food. I just, it's a time for us to really try and get the brand out there to as many people as possible um, and just spread the word. Um, yeah I guess that's pretty much the gist of it at the moment but as long as we have people that want to support us down the line then that's all that I really care about
0: yeah and that's also doable everyone's on their phone so much more at the moment right now so we can all definitely head on so on Instagram you are just nice and easy at real rad food so everyone can jump on and watch some of your awesome demos and get to know you a little bit that way so you've already shared so many kind of little tips and learnings along the way, but I thought it would be cool if you could send us out, Hannah, with your favorite piece of advice or maybe a favorite quote, just so we can really end on a high note.
1: Yeah, so I think I always think about um, the need to have passion and determination. So I started Real Red Food, I guess, because I had such a passion for these raw cakes and raw desserts and all that sort of thing. but. I also knew that I had this level of determination in me and everything that I do, whether that be running a half marathon off no training or um, wanting to uh, just take any goal off the list. I'm a very, um, I guess, goal-driven person. So acknowledging that I had a passion, but my determination to uh, succeed in real rad food and all those things, or, it, it actually outweighs that level of passion I have. I think that it's really important to look at yourself and think am I going to show up every day for two years with like three days off in the year, you know? Like it's a, it's a level of dedication that you need that's higher than a regular job um, because there are no days off. I went through so much personal turmoil in the middle of all of this journey and it was um, a quick slap in the face to realise that the, the passion may fade, but your determination needs to be there to pick up the pieces. So really um, make sure that you're prepared to put in the work before you start something like this, because it's a can very quickly turn into a full-time slash lifetime gig. Um, and it's pretty hard to just like say, see you later when you've got the eyes of 36,000 people on you. Um, but yeah, also just enjoy the ride. Make sure that you're learning as much as you can and you're growing that network as much as you can and you're asking questions and you're being curious and you're trying new things. Um, because I guess that business is innovation and when you don't innovate, that's the
0: death of a business. Fantastic. So many good little tips there. So thank you so much, Hannah. And thank you for joining us. It's just been really cool to hear your perspective and your approach to everything that's happening right now. I know that like Real Rad Food is just such a fun and a strong brand and a strong business. So it's just gonna come back fighting when this is this time is all over, I can tell. So thank you so much Hannah and take care out there. Thank you so much for having me. It was really fun to talk to you. Thanks, Hannah. Bye. Bye. As you can probably tell, just from listening to my chat with Hannah, I was just blown away by such a mature response to the current crisis. She spoke a bit today about imposter syndrome and not feeling qualified to be a CEO, but I can just tell from the way that she has handled the COVID-19 situation, why her business has done so well in just three short years, and also how it has such a wonderful future ahead of it. Thanks so much to everyone for hopping in to join our chat with Hannah today. I hope you got as much out of it as I did. I know Hannah can be just so inspiring in so many ways. If you're enjoying our Pep Talk show, please do take a second to give us a quick review on Apple Podcasts. I promise it really does only take a second. And of course, follow along with us on Instagram at Pep Talk NZ and share, share, share around with your friends and family. I can't wait for you to join us for our next chat until then. Bye.